Hello, everyone, and welcome aboard the Gilded Lily. If you're new to the show, we are an improvisational and collaborative storytelling podcast that's focused on telling fun, character-driven stories. Now, what does that mean? Well, we sit down here at our desks, pick up a quill, and pretend to be someone we're not, using these uh, funny-shaped rocks with numbers on them. We're here to weave a tale for you to enjoy, second by second, line by line. This one here is about a few college roommates who abandon higher education and accidentally become pirates. Well, hopefully the good kind. Our story is being told with a game system you may or may not be familiar with, Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. We loosely rely on this system to tell our own stories independent of the lore and problematic content that often comes with these Dungeons & Dragons as you pull them out of the box. In short, it just means that we use dice to decide what happens next to our funny little characters. What adventures will our rascals get into this week? Well, let's roll some dice and find out together. Hi, O'Reilly here. Crew log day four? Oh, sorry, 13. Um, we finally set out to sea, and I'm a bit nervous, although excited. We met the cook Henry, and we had breakfast with the crew. That was fine. Um, apparently, Neil told Red that there's a, a demon on board? I'm not too fond of that. <laughs> and then we started on our job. Uh, uh, following Vapa around. I, I mean, security. <laughs> um, went up to the big mass, uh, oh, I think it's called the Crow's Nest, and saw an Emporo ship. We had a very close call. I may or may not have dropped the spyglass. Uh, sorry. Um, everything's fine. We, we, we did it. I hope today goes smoother than yesterday. Uh, Riley out. Moored here currently, you can see one ship, relatively small, about half the size of the Lily. Um, with your natural 20, you can't quite see much, but you do notice it bears a worn and ruddy Emporo flag. So I scream down, I, I see a ship. Is it the one we're looking for? I think so. I haven't actually seen that ship, but it looks like it is. All right, come down. Um, we're going to bring this ship to a halt and formulate a plan of engagement. How high is the crow's nest, the, the watchtower? Um, I'm going to just throw a number in the dark here, but probably like 50 feet up. I'm just guessing. I honestly don't know. How tall is a ship's mast? <laughs> to the Google. To the Google. Oh. What? Main mast, 117 feet. I lowballed it. Holy moly. Yeah, so you're like 100 feet up. Cool, I'm not scared. It's fine. Which is, that's <laughs> high. <laughs> all right, all right, you're not helping. All right. <laughs> slowly coming down now. Okay, so you're slowly making your way down the, the rope ladder that is affixed to the side of the uh, the sail. It's pinned in, thankfully, so it doesn't move much. Um, but you climb down and Kothak brings the ship to a stop. Um, well, not a stop, quite a heavy stop, but a slow draw. Um, Neil begins dropping the anchor to kind of stick you in place. And Kothak calls together the security force. All right, everyone, come here. Gather around. Hi. <laughs> what, what's Red been doing these past couple of days? <laughs> um, you know, just winning and losing money. and uh, It's the same money over and over. Yeah, spreading rumors about the ghost on deck. <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah, and no one's giving me an, like 
a briefing of what the mission is. So I have no idea what we're doing with the ship. I'm just like here. Oh, no, I think we would have like had conversations about uh, what the plan the is, is. I wouldn't have asked. <laughs> yeah, but <That's>, yeah. <laughs> I, I think this is something that Joanna would actually do. That she would, um, because I said that one thing I wanted to do is to like make sure I know the people on the ship. So I think that. I would like make sure that we all like sit together like during me- meal times, and I would be sharing everything that I've learned about people and about the ship. So, yeah, Aww. and I would be asking what you do because I'm I'm I think Joanna is very much into the idea to kind of make sure that we're close and we understand each other and we know what's happening uh, with each other. So I think that Joanna would definitely take care of that. Okay, so here's what I can give you. Um, because you took the time to meet everyone. Um, you meet the bosun who is kind of in charge of allocating supplies. Um, uh-huh. His name is Caesar Monty. Caesar um, Monty. Yeah, he is a human, um, roughly in his 40s. He's been doing this for a long time. Um, you already know the quartermaster, Freya Birkin. Yeah. Um, you have met the cook, Henry Valet, or Henry Malay. Malady. Um, you, you know he, you know Neil. And then you bring up Susanna Alasso and Nadia Waltz, the other two members of this kind of security team that Red knows pretty well because he's been playing cards with them for a while. Uh, And you have also met the surgeon who kind of healed some of you up after your encounter at the the Weapon Forge. The surgeon's name is um, Gaspard Bodoun, who is a half-elf. Though you notice some features about them that are a little different than what you'd expect from a, a normal elven person their skin is a little slightly blued and the tips of their ears are a little bit webbed i think red you might recognize them as a sea a sea elf oh okay susanna alasso is the uh, purple tiefling woman um so with this kothak kind of gathers everyone around um the four of you along with neil susanna and Naja, and he says so it looks like zero the, the ship is is it docked what's it doing um, yeah, it looks like it's not moving. I think it's docked. Okay, it's it's been moored. How big is it? Um, definitely smaller than our ship. Like, can't fit that many. Explains why I got here faster. Okay, so they've been probably moored for at least a day or so, based on the size. I don't want to just rush in and, you know, go in arms blazing. The crew might not be entirely terrible. They might just be regular people. What are your thoughts? I have an idea, but I've hired you for your services, so I'd like to see what your advisement here is. Well, we should be careful because they have a, an experimental magical cannon that we have no idea what it does. I'll be very careful about that. It could explode and kill us all. Unknown weaponry? Good. That's on the good side is that we get vaporized. Uh, bad side, that it hurts a lot. Extremely. Way worse than an arrow through the thigh. Yeah, that'd be bad. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. We talked to some of the crew, and they didn't really know much about what they were taking. So maybe we could, I don't know, get a little closer, scout them out. We don't even know if they still have it. Definitely. Yeah, I don't even know really what it looks like. I mean, I guess we'll know it if they shoot it at us, but (laughs) other than that... (laughs) I, w- I wouldn't want to be on the other end of that situation. Yeah, because we yeah. don't know what it does. I'm um, right with you there, sir. What's this island that they're docked at? Yeah, what do we know about the, the, the village? What's what's this place? What, what's, who lives here? So, Strider's Landing is a trading post. Um, there are a few hunters that kind of live here and get pelts and goods from the jungle to trade out. But a lot of this is, it's a trading center for... The communities that live much deeper in the jungle away from, you know, the bustle of the cities, the major cities. Um, so I can't speak for how how populated it's going to be. I, I've never been here myself. I just know of it as a supply port, which makes me think they could be making a deal here or they could just be resupplying on their way somewhere else. Hmm. There isn't much Emporo presence here. I know that much, um, if any at all. We should pick up one of the crew and see what they know or sneak on board I of the ship. I don't think that would be a good idea. I don't yeah. think they're told anything. 
the last time, yeah, they seem compartmentalized. Uh, yeah, they're just. So we have to be specific. I mean, they I might. Like, they would know what they stole, like where it is on the ship. I like at least. Like maybe we can sneak on board, um, and take it back. I'm I mean, cool I don't it. think we can take cannons back because they are very large and very heavy. But on the subject of oh, sinking wow. on board, I have a little friend with me who might be of some help and i kind of reach into a pocket and uh like in in my vest and uh you see this little uh red and green lizard uh picking out and i say uh she's can be very sneaky and even if she's noticed nobody will think twice about it there's plenty of creatures in the jungle i like this it's discreet did you have that thing on you this whole time do you think? Uh, not really. She is, um, she, it's, it's not an actual lizard, really. It's a fake a, lizard. It's a familiar. It's a familiar. Yes. I, she, she, she's here when I need her and then she is not. And I kind of poof her out. Oh, I've heard of these familiars before. Never actually seen them. That's Are cool. you familiar with them? This is why sometimes I don't want to be your friend, Red. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, you feel like, a, you feel oh. a hand pat you on the shoulder. He screws one. Yeah, I think I'm done for the day. Uh, <laughs> I guess see you guys tomorrow. It did um, not work. Well, mo- some of uh, most of us are magically inclined. Maybe if we can get on the ship or near it, we could do a uh, little detect magic and um, narrow our search. If they don't have too many magical items. Uh, we would be able to figure it out fast of where the can would be. Okay, so consensus as it seems, scout the ship quietly or the crew, either whichever you're more confident doing. Determine if they even still have the goods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I can stay here and keep the ship ready um, in case anything goes south. There is also a possibility um, if... If we could perhaps uh, sabotage the ship in some way to make sure that the if if it comes to a fight, it is much more difficult for them. I like this as well. That'll immediately give us the upper hand, even if they have better weaponry. Put a hole in the ship. Unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, this is not the kind of magic that I can cast and. Uh, it can punch hard, but I don't think I can punch hard enough to make a hole in a ship. Can I get some gunpowder? Johanna's <laughs> <laughs> laughing. Why? <laughs> How does this factor in? You want to sabotage the, sh- the ship, and I can well sabotage it with some gunpowder. Uh, I can set it a flame on their ship. But- so it is could just probably a best idea would be to sabotage a ship in a way that they don't know it's sabotaged until they need to use the thing that we broke. It's it's also pretty clear their ship does have or should have gunpowder on it, assuming they still have the goods. Yeah, and we just use theirs. I gotta find it and okay, okay. Do you want a horn of gunpowder? I can give you a horn of gunpowder. Just don't kill someone with it. But. Where's our gunpowder? I try not stored. I mean, it's probably same, roughly the same area. I, I never mind. It's it's fine. Well, no, um, Riley. Every ship is configured a little different. We can't guarantee that theirs is going to have the same configuration as ours. Our ship is actually really pretty uncommon. We keep most of our goods in the front of the ship because it's we're quick, so we can get past people. That way, if they fire through, the goods are in the front. The chances of them hitting the grids are much lower. Oh, okay. You gonna write that down? No, it's not magic wise. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but if there's enchantments to make us go faster, um, so how can we sneak up on a ship? Get a little rowboat and row up to it. I I can be the person rowing the boat, but I would prefer not to be actually going on the ship. I would send Holly, uh, and I point to the I. The, the, the lizard familiar because I am not very sneaky and I am quite easy to notice. I mean, most of you are. We're going to throw the lizard onto the ship? I was... Oh, that sounds mean. You, I, I'm not going to throw her, but you said that 
you might be going on board, so you could take her with you, and I could see through her eyes, and I could ask her to go somewhere else. Oh, just me. Cool. Yeah, cool. Let's do this. I didn't say just you, but maybe you and somebody else who is small and sneaky. Like me. We all look at Riley. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm not that sneaky. You see the purple tiefling um, kind of step up. She goes, um, excuse me. Yes? Sneaking is what I do. Ooh. Hey, Sam, you said you're sneaky too? I don't, I don't know if that's true or not. Um, do you not remember the shit show of a library incident? Yeah. Uh, you're cool i'm down I'll, I'll i'll get on the boat but I, I like the fact that the sneakiest of us is a seven foot tall minotaur yes yeah how do people not notice you that is pretty amazing um i have a forgetful face <laughs> okay i mean do you just if they see you do you just threaten them and then they forget don't remember me I mean, usually there's no one to remember me. <laughs> okay, oh. uh, someone's going with him. If it's hard to remember with that concussion. <laughs> That's a way to be sneaky. Yeah, no one's there to see you. Are you seen? Susanna, if, if he goes on board of the ship, you're going with him. I don't want him to kill someone who doesn't need to die. He wouldn't just kill them. He'd just knock them out. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, so that's the case. We could take a rowboat. I'm a little concerned with how weird that would seem. Um, a handful of individuals pulling up, unless you want to sh- go in further in the shore and make your way down the shoreline. Um, what time of day is yeah. it? Um, right now it's like midday. So maybe we can uh, do this when it's dark. Okay. I'll keep us. Papa can keep his cloaked out here and we'll kind of wait it out and just kind of spy on the ship for today to see if anything new comes about. I mean, they could be selling their goods as we speak. Um, all right, for for now then, um, rest of you try and keep ample watch on their ship. I want reports of any anyone that comes in and out and anything they're doing. Um, that way we can see if they still have the goods. Can we have um... black powder? Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's, that, he's that too. glaring at you. Yeah, I'll take that. And, uh, and, um, oh, that's not what I was going to say. I was going to say, what if we had some people on shore seeing the, like, close enough to see people get on the boat? Okay. And off the boat and trail them since we have time to kill. All right, we'll send some to trail on shore. Others will stay here and keep watch during the day. Just so I can make sure this is Strider's Landing, right? Yep, correct. Strider. Um, Strider's so. Landing from the ship you can see is a, is a relatively small um, town built right on the beach of this jungle coastline. Um, from this distance, you can see there are a few sparse buildings and a relatively small dock. Along with that, you can see that closer to the tree line, there is, just looking through your spyglass, there's also one really tall, one building that kind of winds its way around this massive tree and goes up probably about 150 feet in the air. Um, it's like from with your spyglass, you can pretty clearly tell that it's looks like it's built into a tree. Like a tree is part of the existing architecture. But aside from that, there aren't many notable features about this uh, small little town. So perhaps not some place where we should burn everything to the ground, right? Mm, let's put that on the back burner. You know what I mean? Come on. So it's still an option. Definitely still an option. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We but we we want Kothak to like us, right? And Kothak said not to kill people we don't have to kill. So maybe let's not burn the town. Yeah, yeah. But I'm plan. saying if they get on our bad side, boom, kaboom. Oh yeah. God! Will they stay in the burning town? Will we be part of that kaboom, or will we be awake? Yes, kaboom? definitely. We judge our luck so far. Absolutely. Can I get a perception check from everyone right now? I'm, oh God, no! I'm oh, not God, fond no. of being part of kabooms. Five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Strong start. <laughs> I'm gonna roll for it. Perception. Uh, sixteen. Same. Not same for the 16, same for the 5. I don't know my stats. 
Yeah. Roll the four plus one. Nice. Roll this six. I got 16, boy. Oh okay. my god. Two two. This is oh, my negative two. So both of you rolled high enough. Semo zero. Even or odd? I'm gonna roll a dice. Even. Okay. Um, you're all standing here talking, and when Riley goes, are we uh, gonna be caught part of that kaboom? You hear, like, right behind your ear, you hear something go. Kaboom! <laughs> What do you do? Uh, <laughs> I, I whip around with my fist out instinctively. Um, you, you swing your fist and there's nothing there. And then you hear like the wet pitter patter of feet on the deck of the ship. But you don't see anything. Oh, no. Did we all hear that? Yeah. Sam picked evens. So that means the odds were against us. Oh god. Oh god. Oh, I, I'm I, had taking the I had to get out. You do psychic damage to you. Do I have to be oh. here for this or can I leave? <laughs> no, we you gave you gave psychic damage to the players, not to the characters. It was a good one. Two psychic damage will, to all of you. I will let history be the judge of oh, this. I am that. drinking a beer. I think this may count as dealing myself psychic damage. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so you yeah. hear that wet pitter patter run away from you. What was that? The ghost. I've been a telling you guys for weeks this place is fucking haunted. The ghost? Ghost. Um, we've only been on oh, for like 10 days? For a week. Okay. Okay. We're gonna slide past that. Um, ghost? I don't know what's worse going, being part of the kaboom or a ghost on the ship. Is um, anybody from the crew of the Gilded Lily around us hearing this conversation? Um, so standing around with you would be Neil, um, yeah, Susanna, Alasso, and Nadja. See, Neil, I, tell them. You told me it was a ghost on the ship. You feed it apples. I look at them, all of them, like, is there a ghost on the ship? You see Nadja, Nadja go to say something, and Neil puts his hand up and he goes, yes, he's ghost. <laughs> And he kind of uh, looks at her and nods knowingly, and she kind of nods back. I rolled a two insight, so I believe them. Um, <laughs> if I perception, give me any insight to what they're doing. Uh, it would have to be an insight, so what... Reroll that, boy. Insight... Nah. 20 plus 2, 22. Ooh. I saw it. I know I did. Neil is definitely... Definitely messing with you guys. He kind of has like a shit-eating grin on his face and you can see kind of a knowing smile from Nadja. I see them smiling and I'm like, is this a friendly ghost? The one that, I don't know, protects us? What, what's the, what the deal? I, you don't seem worried. Yes, yes, very friendly. Just do not bother him. Okay. I'm staring daggers at Neil. But not menacing, just um, I'm staring at <laughs> pretty hard. Kind of daggers. <laughs> Daggers. <laughs> <Cotton> daggers, right? <laughs> he winks at you. I wink back and give him finger guns. <laughs> so what do you all what do you all think? I personally would rather go in and just beat them up. If we get on this ship, chances are they won't shoot us with that cannon. Yes. Likely. Can we shoot mm -hmm. the ship with its own cannon? Um, if they have mouths, maybe we can talk to them. Why wouldn't they have they mouths? Have mouth. I don't know. We already met. I don't know. People. Wait, why would why would they have plural mouths? Like one person, five mouths? Or or yeah, yeah. multiple mouths. Uh, little pincers, and they don't really have mouths. Whatever it is, we can stab it. Uh, Let's use this mm -hmm. as Plan B. So I I had did read um, a book, and one of the things Shocker. that I read said, uh, um, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Um, I'm not sure if we should try and kill them, though. Um, I'm sorry, what what book is that? Oh, um, Creator? I, I don't really remember. <laughs> uh, oh my God. But, uh, Red, if you normally stab things, um, usually they tend to not live anymore. Bleed, yes, we know. Okay, so, um, Neil kind of shifts his footing and kind of puffs his chest out a little bit. What approach we take? Um, we have many options. We can have ourselves cloaked and move closer. Uh, we can, you, know, you can see the one gear in his head turning. 
<laughs> I th- fan of that, of, of, of hiding. Yeah, I think we should try to um, get to the ship stealthily, and some of us can go on board, those who are good at sneaking, and I can send Holly, uh, and I pop out the little lizard familiar, and I say, um, she's very good at climbing and going into places where we wouldn't fit, so maybe she can see something. Okay. What happens if we just try and walk on the boat? I think somebody's going to shoot us with crossbow bolts like they did before. Oh, they, that's uh, not good. They did that? Yeah. Right to my leg! Oh. That wasn't fun. I don't like being shot with crossbow bolts. I would prefer to avoid it. Yeah. That was my first time. I didn't enjoy it either. Mine as well. I was never shot with a crossbow. Well, uh, in the interest of not repeating that, uh, how can we... I was thinking that maybe we can wait until it's dark, then uh, we can get to them. Maybe we can reason with them. Going undercover is night is good. Can but do we, we just see? swim? Do we take a rowboat? Do we go on the shore and uh, approach from the shore? How do we? How? What do we do? We have a rowboat. Um, Vapa can also cast spells that make us breathe water. We can oh, swim. I like this. Oh, I like yeah. that. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. It's fun if you don't like sharks. How does that feel? Like, so does the water just go into your mouth, or and you just breathe it like normal, or, or, I'm not familiar with that spell. That's why, but I've never done it. Probably salty. Yeah. Very salty. Yes. Okay. So, so we gather goods. We wait. We approach at night. Yes, underwater. We have. Uh, he look. He kind of looks up at the sun. Probably uh, four or five hours. Till sun, sunset, maybe. Should okay, we, I'm uh, going. I'm going to go and eat a hearty meal so that I am not swimming on a full stomach. Because somebody told me that this is not a good idea, so I should eat now. <laughs> yeah, I, I also read you have to wait an hour. Okay, so with the ship cloaked here, um, you all can easily spend the day, um, or spend the time until sunset, just kind of observing if you'd like, or you could do mm-hmm. things on deck to prepare. There are some goods on the ship, so if you, any of you are crafters or anything like that, you can make things. Um, no. Can I request two things? Yeah, sure. Oh, um, a hook with rope. Oh, you can you can find that pretty easily in that time. Okay, and um, and and the cone of gunpowder that I was promised. In the time you 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 managed to get those two things together, um, just roll me a perception check. Oh, oh God! <laughs> Your favorite. Negative one. <laughs> oh, oh no! You're leaning over the the the, the gunpowder barrel with the horn, and you've kind of opened up the the cap on it, and you're pouring it in. And you, just on the back of your neck, you feel a like. Imagine someone with a sharp nail just running their finger down the back of your neck. So I think it's a fingernail. Yeah. Oh, ew. oh God! Argue Sam, stop it! Oh, oh. And turn around. Hmm. Is there no one there? You hear the door quietly creak open in here. As something is running away. Um, hurry up, finish what I'm doing, and then I, I dip. Um, yeah, so you manage to get your gunpowder just fine. Um, you find a hook and some rope and kind of tie it up together. Um, anyone else? Would they like to do anything? Um, I would... Would there be enough time for me to try and make some potions? Um, I think you could probably make one if you oh. want to in this time. Yes, yeah, so I would like to. Do I have to roll for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, roll me a skill check. You have the toolkit, so it, it would probably in- be intelligence. intelligence? Yeah, yeah and then... plus my proficiency. 13 plus, what's my intelligence? Uh, 15. Wow, you just hit the modifier because you're on a boat and with limited supplies. But, um, yeah, over the course of this time, you managed to brew one just plain old healing potion. Awesome, awesome. Um, I'm going to say it's going to use up the rest of your supplies, so you're going to have to buy more later. I mean, does anyone know Cure Wounds? Mm. Mm. I'm a, I've taken a lot of scrapes, but I haven't learned that. I've learned how to make potions, though, to heal myself. God damn it, Red. I'm a wizard, not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I can repair things, not people. 
Yes, but if you have a hole in your shirt, I can fix that. So mending doesn't work on skin? No, unless I, there are some alternative rules that sometimes let people like fix a Warforged with mending, but you're not Warforged. Um, mm -hmm. I also want to do a thing. Um, mm -hmm. I would like to find uh, Henry, the, the cook. Mm -hmm. And like get some 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 grease or something uh, so that we can like make something that will not wash with wa wash off with water to make our um, to to like make paint to make uh, to darken ourselves to uh, make sure that we can avoid uh, uh, being visible in the dark because if like a camouflage yeah like a like a camo paint uh, for camo grease. Yeah, for everything that's exposed and not. Uh... Neil's camo grease, good for skin. <laughs> um, yeah, so you you find Henry down in the um, the hold of the ship. Um, he's not currently making anything right now. You find his quarters, and he's just kind of quietly reading a book. He's kind of propped up in his hammock in kind of the corner of the ship where he stays, and he doesn't notice you at first. A page flips, a second page. Oh, hi. Hi there. Hi. Uh, could I have a jar of grease, please? Henry's eye eyebrow raises. Uh, For stealth and infiltration purposes. It, it raises higher. <laughs> <laughs> Something that doesn't wash off with water. Are you going to put it on your skin? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will. Ah. <laughs> uh. I mean, it's not the weirdest request I've got, but yeah, sure. Um, he like closes his book and climbs out of his hammock, takes you over to the the, um, the room that they've kind of cordoned off for him to cook food in. Um, he opens the door and starts rummaging around and he has like a big jar of grease that he's been using to kind of flavor some food when it's not especially great. Um, and he goes, uh, we got a bunch. Try not to use all of it it's kind of useful sometimes but i mean if you do sure 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 I, I will i make i make grease every time i cook so we're good i'll bring that back uh all that we do not use he hands you this kind of big glass jug which you can clearly tell is full of this kind of dark brackish yeah. liquid and there's like a, a cloth that has been kind of tied off to cover the the top of it and he goes just be careful ada it's kind of stinky ah oh, fantastic um Okay, let's do this. Let's make sure that we are wearing some dark clothing and we are uh, camouflaged and not easy to see in the dark. So is it just you or is it everyone? I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to suggest to this to everybody uh, so that we can, we can camouflage ourselves. But if nobody else is interested, I will be the single camouflaged person in the group okay um with the size of that jar i'm gonna say you can probably get Ioana and i mean not like you know like, not like head to toe just basically like exposed skin that that is uh, that is uh say so you just walk up onto yeah. them hey let's go you're a sludge monster <laughs> no i'm not a sludge you monster think so much that like you actually have a puddle when you stand <laughs> I cast Grease. Hey there, adventurers, and I hope you're enjoying the fun so far. Welcome to the mid-roll. If you enjoy our show, please take the time to support us by following us on Twitter at Tales of Asperon. That's A-S-P-E-R-R-A-N. Reviewing us on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts, or, you know, just telling your friends about us. Storytelling is my passion, and I want to bring that passion to as many people as I can through telling stories. If you want to learn more about the show or name your very own NPC that's non-player character, check out our website at www.toapodcast.com. This week, I'd like to give a shout out to a great show called Thornvale. Now, we've promoted them before and they're this really cool Monster of the Week show. Not too long ago, I got the opportunity to play Deadlands in a 10-episode miniseries on their channel, which was awesome. I get to play this crazy guy named Wallace and Susanna drug us through this really awesome and spooky adventure. But more about them. They're launching their second season very soon. Take it away, Susanna. Last time 
on Thornvale Season 1. Jadis is dead. And I thought this would go away, but it didn't. Which means it's something else. Something we have never dealt with before. Something's coming, and I don't know what it is. But it's not going to be good. Things have changed in Thornvale. Mysterious forces move beneath the surface of the town. More monsters are on the way. More secrets will be revealed. And inevitably, more of Bjorn's suits will be destroyed. So join us for another heart-stopping season of the award-winning Monster of the Week show, Thornvale. What new horrors does Keeper Susanna have planned for her players? Find out now at thornvalepodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Season two begins now. All right, let's get back to the show. Um, okay, yeah, so let's set this final scene while you all are preparing. Um, you're all on the deck of the ship. Um, Neil has kind of gotten Vapa um, and brought her over as well. And the sun is just starting to set. Um, the sky around you is turning this kind of vibrant pink orange hue um, and your ship is casting a long shadow over the water and Ioana has just walked up to everyone with this big big jar of grease have you already have you pre-greased yeah yourself? I already I already have like like streaks of, of, <laughs> of dark brown and, and and like dark paint on my face and my hands anybody else interested uh, uh, Yana, you have a little, uh, something on your, uh... That's on purpose. Oh, okay. Uh, is there enough for me? Well, there is enough for half this boat, probably. And I show the <laughs> huge jug that, that Henry gave me. Yeah, so she procures this jug of this kind of thick, kind of brackish, dark uh, liquid. Um, the moment it wafts in your direction, it smells like kind of old burnt grease from like a pot that's been sitting too long in the kitchen um, so not baking <laughs> grease no it smells delicious oh god am i am i about to be eaten by a by a hungry uh... <laughs> also would what happens if we get set on fire by accident let's don't Ooh, I mean, Red already has a has a horn of gunpowder on him, so I think Jeez. that a little bit of grease is the least of our worries. Uh, um, I don't want all of us to be extremely flammable. Um, okay, then. I, um, I am. Look, I am not going to be going on the ship. I will be staying outside and sending Holly in. So I just don't want anybody to see me like hanging on the anchor chain or something so you mm. you do you but uh i i think that this is a good idea for me um riley walks over to the jar and dips uh, like his pinky barely into it and he tastes it oh constitution save bud oh god oh no god damn it yeah it, it to be done it had to be done. What's your word science? That? You said, um, yeah, boy, just 19. Wow. Yeah. Better than when he drank that cider. It does not taste good. You don't eat it. But you're able to keep yourself steeled. It almost tastes kind of sour. <sighs> kind of tastes lit, like sour. No, like no, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. I have made a terrible mistake. Oh, sour like a lemon. Uh, I was thinking you could maybe make a potion with it. I don't know what kind, but you could. Oh, I leave them I... with the grease and go to Neil. <laughs> okay. Um, you notice at this point Neil has kind of stepped off and is debriefing Vapa on the plan, and she's kind. Of, you kind of walk up mid conversation, and he says, "We are going to do a standard um, sneak and spy. We will just go in, check on ship, relay anything to you." And Vapa goes. Good, good to know. Um, here, and she, you, you walk up as she's reaching into her pocket, and she pulls out a a, a, a well carved stone with a mouth on it, and she hands it to Neil, and she says, "Use this to contact us with any information you have before we approach." I will keep the ship here cloaked until we, um, we have more information from you. And Yuana, you walk up on this conversation. Oh, what, what, what is that? 
this it's just a sending stone. It can use it to communicate over long distances with each other. Oh, that is very useful. All of the officers on the crew have one. It's very useful, keeps us in touch when we are uh, separated. But yes, so the plan seems to be uh, sneaking up onto the shores. I assume you need my water breathing spell. And she kind of looks to you, Yuana. Yes, yes, water breathing would be very, very good to have. Also, I just realized um, all of us have our spell books and we are about to dive into water. Mm, that is a, that's a concern. Are they... They are not indestructible, right? There is a special kind of spell book that is protected against this sort of thing. Uh, what's going to happen if we go into water with our spell books on us? They would probably be destroyed. That is good. That that's a good point. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give her my spell book. <laughs> can, you, can you keep uh, keep uh, this for me until I get back? I don't think I'm gonna need it. I can I can keep it safe. Thank you. If you'd like, I could offer you. Um, and she kind of starts like she she has like a, a a satchel hanging over her her shoulder like a, a messenger bag, and she opens it up and starts rummaging through it. Um, and she pulls out a small gold pouch. Actually, no, I'm just gonna have her roll insight. She she's like looking over all of you, um, and her eyes reach red, and she goes. I hold on to your spellbook for you. And she kind of puts it back, puts <laughs> it in her um, satchel. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that's a natural one on my insight, so I have no idea what that was about. If you want to uh, roll an arcana check, you might be able to recognize the little bag she had. Oh, yeah. I very much would like to do that. And that is a natural one. What the Ooh. hell is happening? You rolled the too well. Um, wait, is Vapa coming with us? No. But she's taking all of our books. She's what? She took taking our books. She took Joanna's book. So wait, um, Riley you is torn. You can't cast without the books, right? Of course you can. You cannot. You cannot learn new spells. Uh, oh, so we don't need our books as a focus to to cast the spells. No. Okay, then. Well, perfect. Yeah, I'm not gonna be picking up anything on the way. No, fuck that. Okay, here. Riley's torn. She like. She um she takes your spellbooks red um as you hand it to her. Sam, do you hand over yours as well? Uh no, I quickly run back to my room, put it in there, and then I come back. Okay. Um Riley, you're the last one. Yes or no? Uh, Riley's very torn. It'll get ruined uh -huh. if you take it with you. Oh dear. Uh that means all of your books need to go away. All, all of them, not just your spell book. Oh, even my little... Oh. Uh, even the little journal. Yeah, Yeah. let me put my other books back. Hold on. I quickly <laughs> run back. Uh, now, uh, DM question. You know what book I'm talking about? Roll me an Arcana check. Yes, sure. Oh, Natural one. Let's go. Mm, uh, Arcana. Oh, man, I'm pretty good at that. Uh, 18. You have watch this particular spell book fall into a bucket of water in your house and come out just fine. So you know that this particular book is safe. What are the odds? <laughs> Y'all don't know that. You do um, not know why. I take, I take out my small pocket one, though, and I hand her that. Uh, you can have this. She puts it in her pouch. Thank you. Okay, so are we all um, ready to go? Yes, I think so. Um, yeah. Good luck, everybody. Can everyone swim? I can't swim very well. Do I like a doggy paddle? Um, oh, God. But if a... we can breathe underwater, you can just walk on the bottom. Oh, yeah. That works, oh. too. Wait, hold, hold on, hold on. Can all of you actually swim? I remember someone saying it, but I thought it was a joke. Oh, I was joking. I can swim. I've, I've, <laughs> I'm very good at swimming. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, we can swim. She, like, reaches into a component pouch and pulls out a very thin reed, like, from the edge of a river. And she says, okay, each of you, um, while I am casting this spell as a ritual, each of you take this reed and rub it against your lips. 
top and bottom, make sure to cover every piece you can. And she starts distributing these little reeds to everyone. I thought it was going to be one for all of us. And I think that's not really... No, that's not hygienic. Yeah, I don't know. The salt water will kill any germs anyway. Okay. She has her hands together. Ioana, you kind of recognize the similar gestures just because of from your teacher. You haven't seen your teacher cast this specific spell before, but you recognize some of like the the methods she's using to cast it. Um, her fingers are kind of moving in really similar poses and shapes that you've seen. Um, and as she kind of mumbles under her breath in a language you don't quite know, you can kind of hear this rhythm pouring over all of you as she's saying it. And with each of you, as you kind of rub this reed on your lips, your lips kind of start to tingle and get numb. And then for a moment, it feels like you can't breathe. And would any of you panic? I don't think I would. I, I think I would. I can I hold my breath pretty long, so I think I would be fine. Okay. Right. Riley would believe in the magic. Okay. I would freak out. Okay. So, so as you're as you're freaking out. First, it feels like someone is kind of holding your breath. You're, you're trying to, your lungs are trying to breathe in and out, and it just feels like you can't, like there's a, a cork in your throat. And then you feel like a cold, numbing feeling in your throat, and it makes, it way all, makes its way all the way down to your lungs. And then suddenly, like someone pulled the cork out, you can suddenly breathe. I, I look at everyone else. Did you, did you guys feel that? That was interesting. Um, Interesting is not the word I would use. That was terrifying. So, this seems to be the first time any of you have done this. My advice, when you land in the water, keep your mouth closed as you jump in. Submerge for a moment, let your mind and your body relax. And then open your mouth, the water will pour in, it will feel a little uncomfortable, but you will be able to breathe. If you see any deep depths, cracks, crevices, try to avoid going deeper. Um, the studies say this spell is fine with um, pressure differentials, but we've never really tested that, and I don't want to see any of you explode from deep sea pressure. E explode? Did you say explode? Explode? Blow? So we are blowing shit up. Kaboom! Oh, no. Uh, Kaboom! <laughs> <laughs> oh god, the ghost is back. <laughs> Um, but, Papa, no, you, what I'm saying is, if for any reason you find yourself going to depths that look a little deeper than you should be, try not to. I don't know how well a person's body can hold up at deep, deep pressures. In the, in the bay here, you should be fine, but keep it in mind for future applications. Okay. Wait, now I'm worried about my cone of, cone of gunpowder. Is that cone waterproof? It's kind of sealed. Okay. That's good enough for me. DM Mike here. We're going to do a, a roll to see if it holds up. It's it's for boat stuff. You would think they would waterproof most of their shit. Um, so while all of you are talking. Waterproof gunpowder. You hear okay. as Neil sprints across the deck and goes, Cannonball! And just like a splash oh, in the ocean. <laughs> Challenge accepted. I follow suit. Okay. Are you trying to do a move, or are you just? I'm trying. I'm trying to do a bigger blast, uh, blasting him. Yeah. Athletics check, I think. All right. Natural twenty. What oh, happened here? You punk. Wasted. <laughs> Completely wasted. You you leap in the air, curl up in, and you're a minotaur, so you're huge. You curl up yeah. into a, a rather large ball. And right as Neil's head surfaces, and he goes, Yes, I love these pop. You just land on him. <laughs> and you guys see a splash of water, like, go up high enough to, like, splash some of you in the face. I just realized we were doing a stealth mission. <laughs> we're cloaked. Uh, so I am going to dive, and as I, uh, and I, I'm going to try to uh, use prestidigitation to make like a little shower of sparks when I just Ooh. break the water surface. Fancy, 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 fake magic stuff. Okay, give me a acrobatics check, unless you want to use something different. I feel like that. Works uh, acrobatics, best. acrobatics makes makes sense. I am not great at that, but I'm also not terrible. Unless I roll an eight, it's a ten. <laughs> um, it's okay. I tried to be too fancy. 
your your face hits the water fine. Yeah, you you're in the midst of trying to cast the spell as you're falling, and you dive in, but it's not clean. Um, the water goes in a wake. You're you're you can feel like your chest from where you impacted on the water is a little like red hot from the. I think maybe because it has a verbal component, so I have my mouth open when I break the surface. And I... Yeah. <laughs> Choke on the last word of the spell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and as as Yuana goes in the water, there's she like goes down under, and there's a brief moment where you see like sparks sizzle on the top of the water, and you're like, "What the?" <laughs> I dissolved. <laughs> Is it just me and, and Riley left, or did Riley already jump? Nope, mm -hmm. you and Riley. The last two of you. I didn't expect uh, this to turn into a cannonball competition, but all right. It, you it's started it. I know. <laughs> I was like, Neil would um, do this. There is, there's like a little rope um, ladder on the side, right? Um, not necessarily a ladder, but there is some rope you can see hanging off the side. Actually, you know what? Yeah, right where you guys are, there'd be a rope ladder. It wouldn't be hanging over. It would be kind of curled up so you can furl it down and climb down if you want to is exactly what Riley does. Okay. No rolls required. <laughs> Careful and collected. Red starts booing Riley as as he slowly climbs down the ladder. Boo! Zero out of ten, my guy. <laughs> I'm not that... I'm not that strong a swimmer. Um, Sam, what do you do? Or Semo Zero? Question. Yes. Question. I'm just gonna try it, and you can tell me if it'll work on it. <laughs> okay. So, I want to run full speed at the edge and i want to jump like at a 45 degree angle upwards okay and then i want to use misty step and get 30 feet higher and then i want to do the biggest cannonball all right so wasting a spell slot for a cannonball i'll allow it who needs uh, a spell <laughs> yes. i was just gonna ask that like is that gonna cost a spell yeah <laughs> i don't know but what if you don't think it's a waste you do you I love it. It's amazing. I already <laughs> took it off for the counter. <laughs> it's already done. So yeah, you can easily do that. Um, so you leap off the, the deck. What does it look like when as you vanish? I ask um, this because Misty Step doesn't really have a description. I want to keep the uh, like the just. I guess it's in the name where it just like I dissolved in, in, into mist. Okay, so you guys watch Sam leap off the deck of the ship and about five feet away from the edge moving up into the air, Sem just evaporates. And then above all of your heads, you hear a as Sem reappears. Um, roll me an athletics check. Oh, I forgot I would need to do that. Um, I got a 12. Okay. Um, you do a cannonball and you land in, but you're so high up. Um, you do make a pretty big splash. Um, the biggest splash? It's not better than a natural 20, and red is definitely bigger than you. Um, but here's what you get. So you hit the water and you soak everyone. You create this kind of big wave around you as you hit the water. And because you jump from a height, you go deeper. And you're underwater about 10 feet below the party. You can see their feet dangling. You can see the sunlight kind of coming through in shafts. Can you roll me a perception check? Oh, okay. Uh -huh. You see white teeth mm -mm. flying at you at the speed of sound. Don't do that. No, oh, light. I got a three. Oh, no, you don't see them. They just fly towards you. You don't. So looking down, like you get brief shafts of orange light, um, right as it's setting. And I do have dark vision. I don't know if that helps. Oh, it does. It does. So while the sun is setting, you watch the the light slowly just vanish from your sight, and you're under the water, and it's almost totally dark. You wouldn't be able to see it all if it wasn't for your dark vision. But as the light fades, you see one of these orange shafts of light waver as you see something move down below you. Move through the shaft of light as it vanishes. Whatever it was, it was large. It was large? Yes. Just, just close your eyes. Do I know anything about these waters? Like, what could I guess of what it was? Um. Or because of my low roll perception. Me a, roll me a nature check. A nature? Your brain immediately goes, oh my god, what could, that, what could that have been? What could that have been? I got an 18. Um, there are a lot of creatures that come to mind. Based on what you saw, you don't know exactly. 
Um, but you know that the ocean is full of a lot of creatures that are pretty large and can swallow you all. And that shadow was pretty far away and it still looked kind of big. We're close to the to the shore, right? Yes. Okay. But I'd say here the depth is probably like 60, 70 feet at its deepest. Hmm. Okay. Um, so Sam, I, uh, what do you do? I assume you swim up. <laughs> uh, rapidly, yes, as fast as I can. Is everyone like floating on the top of the water or are we still? Yeah, they're all kind of treading water. Um, but you surf, you breach the surface um, and you are all kind of united now in almost darkness as the sun is just set. Um, you still have a little bit of light, but you can breathe underwater. So if you wish to swim to shore, it's probably about... Okay, but uh, the, the, the ship, I assume, the their ship is not right at the shore, right? It has to be some distance away from the shore. Yeah, it's docked. Um, it's probably, I'd say, let me see here. Now we're testing Mike's distance knowledge. Probably like, based on your guess, maybe a quarter mile, maybe. Okay. All right. Which in dis in distance wise, that's like thirteen hundred feet. So it'll take you guys a little bit to get there. And when you reach the boat, it's definitely going to be pitch black. Um, but it it'll take you a few minutes to swim there. Can I get Let's a go. group athletics check from everyone? Um, because I know that Riley is not a strong swimmer, I am going to cast Expeditious Retreat on myself. Uh, and this allows me to dash as a bonus action, so basically it doubles my speed. And this way I can help Riley without losing any of my speed. Oh, yeah, awesome. Okay. Um, so what does it look like as this spell takes takes over? Um, so I think it's just... Uh, it, it kind of looks for a second like this little glow around me in the water. Mm -hmm. uh, and then... Uh, when I move through the water, it's almost like it's parting in front of me a little bit to uh, to allow me to move faster through it. Oh, cool. So it's like a little buffer. I love that. Um, so this buffer starts to take over as you grab Riley. And Riley, you kind of feel the water part around you a little. Basically, I'm trying to give Riley an advan advantage on his athletics check. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so everyone roll me athletics. Riley, you have an advantage. Oh, oh, yay. Um, 21. Now I'm rolling actual dice from now on because all my rolls have been either a crit success or a crit fail. And 15. No in between. But I got a crit one. Oof. 14. Okay. Um, yeah. Maybe it's just the size and the current um, because of how big you are. The water is kind of pushing against you like a wall. Um, and you're kind of fighting a current out. Everyone starts to get slowly further and further ahead of you. You can still make it, but I will say. Um, when you make it to shore, you're a lot tired more. When you guys make it up to where the docks are, you're, you feel yourself a lot more winded than everyone else. Um, for the next like five minutes, your movement speed's gonna be halved. My movement speed's gonna be halved? Yeah. Oh no, holy you were, shit. You were swimming against the current for probably like five minutes. You right. had basically to keep up with everyone else, you had to swim twice as hard. So it's just tiring. Um, all of you swim kind of through the wide open waters of this bay, um, or of the, the shoreline here, and you make your way towards the docks. Now in the distance, as you're swimming under the water, um, you can really only tell you're getting close when you start to see some shafts of light breaking through the surface. How deep would you have all went down when you're swimming? Or are you just swimming at the surface? I think a little bit under water, but not very deep. I, I can't see in the dark, so uh, I don't think I would be. Uh, I don't think I would be swimming very deep because okay. of that. Yeah. So to, to with continuously kind of surfacing to keep your awareness about you, you kind of use the lights of this dock to make your way up. Now, as you approach, you can see there are. There's one building off to the left, probably about 20 feet high. Um, it's kind of dark shingled roof is reflecting the firelight of the torches that surround um, the docks here. As you approach off to your left, you can see there are two small docks with little rowboats tied down to them. 
and off to the right you can see the looming shadow of this of a small sailing ship um it is docked where there's a much larger dock and set against the shadows of these kind of wavering torch lights you can see that there are these kind of large cranes um like winches that are set up to drop goods onto the ships that are docked here um at this point how far away would you like to be from the ship before you stop swimming I would actually like to kind of get all the way to the ship. And if there is something I can grab onto without, mm -hmm. because like the, I don't know, anchor chain is probably gonna, gonna make some noises, but, but maybe there's like some, some ropes or just a rudder of the ship. I just want to grab onto something and I want, because I, I will need to send Holly in. And when I do, I will not be able to see anything. Okay. So this, you want to get up to this particular ship and grab onto it. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Okay, so at this yeah. point, with you all swimming underwater, can everyone just roll me stealth checks? Now, I'll say with advantage, because it's dark, and the only way they'd probably be able to see you is if you got you happen to get hit by a beam of kind of torchlight that's making its way through the water. I got 21. Okay. Okay, 16. 20. 20 exact. 20 exactly. Wow, everyone rolled really good. Let me roll for Neil. So we will oppose that with a check from the people on the ship. Oh god, they're gonna see Neil. No. We'll just act like we don't know all. Um so <laughs> the first to the first to reach the ship is Ioana. Um you silently swim up underneath the water. Um again, because your vision is very low, using the little bits of torchlight that you can to see and surfacing every once in a while. Um but Riley, Red, and Zira follow your lead and make their way up to the ship. At this point, you can see that the ship is a bit wider at the top, and it kind of gets narrower as it approaches the water, and you guys are probably at about the halfway point. Um, and you grab on to the, the back rudder of the ship, and all of you just kind of sit here in silence with the water parting. And up ahead, you can, you're like looking across the water for Neil, and you don't necessarily see him. Um, and then off to your right, you hear someone splashing in the water. Um, oh, no. And those of you with dark vision would see that Neil has kind of missed his mark. And he ended up at the docks over with the rowboats on the side. And at that moment, you hear someone go, Shh, hey, did you hear that? Uh, can I do something? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to use prestidigitation to make like a like an animal sound so that they think that the um, that the uh, noise was like you know some 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 lizard or bird or some other creature okay that would um, in the water. I would like some I, kind of role with this, but I'll let you choose what. Of course. <laughs> um, it can be nature to know the sound. Yeah, I was gonna suggest nature. I was gonna suggest nature because uh, I just want to see if I can um, imitate the sound of, of some animal that would live here. I mean, I, I I grew up not far from here, so yeah. You're and you're using magic, so I think you, we can nature would work. Well, uh, seventeen on the nature check. That's more than enough. Um, what creature would you like to produce the sound of? Ah. Uh, I have no idea. I mean, Johanna would know probably, but I have no idea what kind of creature would be in those waters. So I would say just for convenience, because we're players and we live on Earth, um, a lot of the kind of Earth creatures you would expect do live in these kinds of scenarios. A dolphin would work. A seal could maybe even work in this particular climate. There are some seals that live closer to warmer let's make a let's, let's make a Let's make a dolphin noise. Okay. Um... So all of you hear this kind of dolphin noise. Where are you creating the source at? Over where Neil was, I assume? Oh, crap. It's it's pretty short range, so it would be... Oh, man. What's the range? Well, like I said it. It's, it's 10 feet. It's 10 feet. I said it. So okay. this is happening. Uh, so it's going to be somewhere near us, uh, but uh, somewhere where... Like I'm, I'm trying to. If there is a location where I, I will not draw attention to us, so you 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 focus on where Neil was, where you can kind of see yeah. his head peeking out of the water, and he makes eye contact with you and just kind of dips down below the waves. And at that moment, you're focusing on him, and you pr try to produce the sound of a dolphin using this spell. Yeah. And 
in the, the heat of the moment, you have kind of forgotten yourself and realized, oh crap. And halfway between yeah. you, you and Neil, you hear the sound of a dolphin. Now, you hear footsteps on the deck above you. You can hear the ship creaking. You can actually feel the ship tilt a little bit from the change in weight, because the ship is not very big. Um, and from where you are, you don't see a person, but you see the shadow of a person being cast down on the calm water below. And you hear him go, I think, I think it was a dolphin. And they're kind of looking out under the water. I freeze, I don't move. And you hear, just keep an eye out. All right. And you hear the footsteps move away from you like closer towards the, um, the the shore. Now, in this situation, all of you are kind of huddled underneath the ship. What would you like to do? Hello, pirates, and thanks for sticking around. This one will be short and sweet. Due to some personal health issues in the coming weeks, I just wanted to warn you, we may have a delay or two in our episode releases, very much like this one. And my social media presence for the show might dwindle on occasion. To give you some background, I've been living with two very impacted wisdom teeth for about a month or so, and bureaucracy is really slowing down my access to the care that I need. The pain flares up on and off, and I can't quite predict when it will hit hardest. So our schedule may be a bit strange for what remains of November. So I just wanted to take this moment to thank you for your patience with this show, and it means a lot to me that you are all still sticking around to hear the stories we have to tell, even when we aren't dropping episodes as consistently as I'd like. Our theme song titled A New Hero in Town was created by Kevin McLeod. We use his work a lot throughout our production, so check out in Computech Music if you like the kind of themes and tones we're dishing out on this show. Our ambient tracks for this episode were created by Sword Coast Soundscapes, which you'll find linked in our episode description. We'll be dropping episodes for this show during the off weeks of the main feed, so you can get double diasporon in the same amount of time. Stay healthy, and see you next week. That mending cantrip is nice because that not having the spyglass could have caused you a lot of problems. Is there only one spyglass for the whole ship? Well, as far as we know right now, there's only uh, one. They're going to miss that thing. Oh, God. <laughs> Are you gonna st- oh, you're stealing it? I mean, you are a terrible person. If the opportunity arises, how do you think I fund my gambling addiction? Good point. I would hope by winning... No, I don't cheat when I gamble. I just steal to fund my gambling. And then I you wasn't saying you were cheating. I was just hoping you would be good at gambling. I, that's there's no good at gambling, man. It's it's all it's all fate, my boy. So is this like why you aren't in school? Uh one hundred percent yes. Yep. Gam- gambled away your tuition money. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. God! Ironically, he was gambling with the headmaster. <laughs> I wasn't. I really like that idea, though. <laughs> so stupid. All right, Why cool. Are you late on your tuition. Uh, you literally took it from me. <laughs> well, there's an excuse while you're late.